and welcome to what could be the very last episode of Professional <laughs> Foul, a rugby league podcast. Um, there will be another episode next week if South win. If not, you're not, never going to fucking hear from us again. I you were going to um, say, get fucked. <laughs> so um, I, I'm just going to start with, I remember when Jake Friend and Todd Carney used to hang around Coogee all the time. You used to see him down Coogee all the time. Do you remember that? Yeah. You'd see them there all the time. This was – they even got busted. This was like before they got busted in the car park with Valiums or something. They would do – they bought Valiums oh, yeah, off someone. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, you used to see them down there all the time. They'd be walking together. They'd be sitting in cafes together. But they never used to say a word to each other. And I remember they had a cafe that I used to go to and that was back in the days, you know, where you had backpackers around and the girls that were working there, the backpackers that were working there, I remember one of them came up to me and said, um, she goes, you see that gay couple sitting there? <laughs> and pointed at them and she goes, they, they don't, it's weird, they don't ever talk to each other, they don't say a word. And I said, they're not gay, they're first grade footballers. And um, she looks at me and goes... Oh, that means they're definitely gay. <laughs> South Sydney Rabbitohs, 36, Sea Eagles, 16. Glory, fucking glory. Glory, glory, get into a... Uh, First grand final in seven years. Everyone says, oh, it's their second grand final in 50 years. Man, it's our second grand final in seven years. Anyway, the plan was to shut down Tommy and, mate, we shut down Tommy and guess who shut him down? Who? Murray. Every time he got the ball, Murray would just hammer him and Tommy was all frazzled and he didn't know what to do. But we were pretty lucky a couple of times. Like um, they would have scored that try if Suley didn't run into Renault. Like Renault was nowhere near the play and Suley didn't have to touch him. And, you, look, you had a lot of possession at the, at the start of the game. Um, <clears throat> Walker had a bit of a dusty start. I thought I was going to come to fruition in terms of thinking the choker tag, but he ended up. He had up. one one bad pass. I yeah, did a couple of bad things, but um, yeah, you guys had a lot of possession, mate. But you you, you made the most of the possession, like Manly. A lot of mistakes. Like Turbo actually looked a little bit dangerous, but they just they had no field possession. They made too many mistakes. And they it, look nervous to me. Yeah, they very nervous. nervous. They look very nervous. Every, yeah. Every time they had some possession down down your end, they look dangerous, you know, but they'd stuff it up. They'd make a mistake or they drop the ball or something like that. And it, it reminded me of a Parramatta performance, that Manly performance. They're just, yeah, nervous, just, I don't know, to, yeah, they just lost it, you know. But, yeah, you guys had heaps of possession. And, and you know, I mean – Turbo runs, scores what everyone thought was a try in the corner, and when they show it, he's dropped the ball. He never does that. Mm. He never does that. I mean, it was a good tackle. It was a good tackle, but it wasn't that great that he should have that he couldn't place a ball down. 
Yeah, they were pretty uncharacteristic mistakes. You could see De- Desi was getting flustered in the in the coach's box. He got so yeah, angry. Yeah, was unreal. He got so angry, he fucking wet his hair. Did you see his hair was all wet? <laughs> that beautiful, luscious locks of hair that he's got. He, he had the, I think he poured water over his head to cool him down, to calm him down or something. But he was, he was going off. But yeah, I was thinking, geez, then Renault, what, what happened? So that was that happened a couple of days before the game. I thought it was in the warm up they were talking about him. Well, yeah, that's what they were saying. That's what the commentators were saying. Yeah, I so think, um, I think the goal. So South had South had kept it quiet. He'd um, he'd. he'd had a groin injury. He's had one before, and it was a race against the clock to get him on there. Yeah. So, so he didn't, as you saw, he didn't have any kicks basically in the first half. Yeah. And we had Blake Taft kicking the goals, which he did he's a great a, job. He's a good goal kicker, mate. He's a superstar. <laughs> he's become a superstar. That kid. Fuck, it's only it was only his seventh game or something. I think he must have heard our um, our episode. When you said his name and I pissed myself laugh and he, he just uses that as like um, inspiration for him to prove the, the fucking haters wrong. Not that yeah, I was every a hater time there's the a high, every, every time there's a high ball and it's coming down, he goes, fuck you, Keefe, <laughs> and fucking catches it every time he has to go to kick for a goal. Fuck you, Keefe. He, he plays that. He plays that two-minute laughing track. Every night he goes to fucking bed crying, but then it turns to anger because I'm going to fucking show that cunt. Sweet. I hope he plays it twice every day <laughs> for the next week. But yeah, look, I, I really expected more from Manly. I thought it was going to be a close game. I thought it was going to be a very close game. I thought it was going to be decided by around two points. Yeah, but I was very surprised when it was twenty-two nil first yeah, half. But you had so much possession, but because on the back of their errors, you had just a, a lot of possession. And they just um, they they couldn't recover. And then, like at halftime, they did that from memory. They scored just before halftime. I thought, oh, it's going to be a half decent game, and it blew out again. And they really scored. I don't know. It was, it was a funny game, you know. Like it, it kind of blew out, but at the end, towards the end, but you have to be too. There was some times there where they fucking they split you open pretty easily. Yeah, that's but right. I, I don't know if that was because you kind of put the foot off the pedal or... Well, that was at the end and um, I think Desi even said, you know, South had their their heads were in the bus on the way home by then. Yeah, yeah. But in the first half they, they had a couple of breaks, but, yeah, they, they kind of went missing. Look, they're, 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 they're a pretty couldn't... young team. They had Kepi went off early. Mate, when you lose a prop early in the game with a HIA, that year. Mate, did you see him back. staggering around? Yeah, yeah. Did I'm... you hear what Andrew John said? No. He goes, Kepi's staggering around like it's four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, it's fucking your four in the morning, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about um, – I think he was the one that said the, that Michael Jackson moonwalk when Paolo did the reverse to score. He's got some good one-liners. No, that wasn't him that said the moonwalk. That was uh, the Fox guy who was ever was commentating. But it was, it was also Channel 9 that said it too. Oh, really? Channel 9, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looked like he was moonwalking. Yeah, but it looked like the play was being rewinded. So if they actually rewind <laughs> that, does that mean he's going to look like he's moving forward? No. Yes? No. If you rewind him... If you rewind it from him behind the line... No, he's behi- just watching him, he's walking backwards. So if you rewind that, it's going to look like he's going forward. How is it? 
What do you mean? How is it? He's going backwards to fucking score a try, so he's walking backwards. Yeah, so, so, if so you he's walking the, forward if, away from the try line. Yeah, but don't worry about the try line. I'm just saying, watching him, if you rewind that, you'll see him walking forward. All right, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. That could go for 10 minutes, that fucking debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a one-hour podcast. Whatever, man. Look, we man, know, we you need know that what? extra 10 minutes Look, too. Oh, well, I'll give you five minutes here, man. We've spoken about this. You know, fucking around spring, every spring, man, there's that bird that starts oh. up at 4.30 in the morning. I've I have got it right week. outside my window. Me too. Fucking this morning at 4.30. It sounds like he's blowing the fucking whistle, the cunt. Like fucking every morning it wakes me up. Like I want to get a BB gun like in the old days and, and fucking shoot him. Like I'm not Shoot sleeping. Shoot him in the ass. I'm not. I'm not sleeping, man. <laughs> it sounds like he's got a ref's whistle. I, I call the yeah. bird out the front of mine, Atkins. <laughs> I go, shut up, Atkins, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but he, do you think it's the same bird? It might like start at your house at four o'clock, then he comes to my house at about quarter past four. Yes, I think because we antagonise yes. him one day. <laughs> Even my neighbour was saying, the 80-year-old neighbour next door, he goes, well, what is it with that bird? I remember my mate across the road a couple of years ago when there was a bird doing that. He came out with night vision goggles <laughs> looking for it. And then he climbed a tree he when he found what tree it was yeah. and then he fell, fell out of the tree, <laughs> broke his arm, and the bird's just looking at him going, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that converts to. Sucked in. Try and, <laughs> try and mess me up. Yeah, so that was a little rant. Just, yeah, no, no sleep. Well, when's he going to piss off? I think he pisses off in October after the grand final. Fucking bastard. And then he stops when the sun comes up. But you know what's going to happen? No, he it's... doesn't. He fucking, he talks to my kids. I think he's saying Does some he? evil shit to him. Yeah. Like, he'll go, then my daughter will go, then he'll go louder. <laughs> that must sound really bad over the microphone. <laughs> but they're having a conversation. You even do that with a lisp. <laughs> yeah, they're having conversations. All right, so who do you think? Wait a minute. Are you still, are you still talking about this game? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Go on. Suli. Suli, right at the end, um, he was the one that was making the breaks and passing it. But, you know, it's just that... I remember when they said Suli was playing, I'm thinking, oh, no, you know, because he, he can play really well. But when he did that thing to Renault, when he ran into him, when he didn't have to, yeah, didn't have to, and it would have been a try and they would have been in the game, I think it would have been 6 all. you know? Yeah, dumb, dumb. But, yeah, like you, you were fearful because that kid's got all the ability in the world, right? He's big, he's strong, he's fast. He's a talent. That's why you're worried. But, yeah, like that's a brain explosion. But still, Yeah, that, I, look, I thought they were – Thank God, but I, I thought Manly were very disappointing. I, I was very disappointed. If I wasn't a fan of either team and I was watching it just as a semi, I would have been very disappointed in that game. Especially you know? like the preliminary game. Like it's to qualify for the grand final. It was a pretty insipid performance. Well, that was three versus four. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a – mate, it's, you, you guys have had a beautiful run in the semifinals. You have to admit, hey, you've had a pretty easy run. Not many injuries, and that—that's the game you kind of want to have before a grand final. Whereas with the other game, that was like a a bash up game. But then there's a yeah. 
that argument. Do you want to have a softer run? Do you want to be battle hardened? I, I'd prefer to have your run, 100. percent There you guys, yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys look good. Like they're saying now, Reno. I think because he injured it three ga- three days before that game, and now he's going to have like a seven eight day turnaround time. He's going to be okay. And they had well, him. Well, I had an interview with him. He said he's definitely playing. Yeah. Whether he said um, the on field kicking, which is what I worry about the most, um, he said the on field kicking's fine. It doesn't hurt him when he does that. Mm. So he'll be doing that. It's just whether he can kick the goals or not. But I'm more worried about the on field kicking than the goal kicking. You know. Okay, he I mean, he's a pretty good kicker. Taff, Taff's a really good goal kicker. Like in, I yeah, know, in the grand right. final, it's a big occasion, but he's. Mate, I'm mate, telling you, I, I said it last week. Taff has got nerves of steel. Well, and yeah. every game he plays just makes him more confident. You know, him going into the grand final this week, he is the most inexperienced player in the grand final for 60 years. Yeah. Well, how many games he played? Six or seven games? Well, this will be eight. eight I yeah. think game number eight. Well, you know, the, the benefit for him is if you're going to be that ex- inexperienced, you want a coach that is the complete opposite, yeah. like super experienced. Like he's just going to relax him so much. Bennett's going to relax your whole team. That's that's what you want, you know. He, he's been there, done that. He's done it so many times. He's going to ca- keep him calm. Like tonight they interviewed Cody Walker and Reno. And even the commentators said, how relaxed were they? They they didn't give like really short answers. They were very relaxed. Yeah. They're having a joke. They're having a laugh. That's what you want to see your players like. Like I'll, I'll never forget 2001 Parramatta, like the, the best team on paper from rounds one to 26. Amazing record, right? But yeah. in that final week, they, had the, they used to have the grand final breakfast back in the day. Yeah, and they said that the Parramatta, like they just fucking blank white faces. They were just so <laughs> tense. It's a Brian Smith. Yeah, that was like a Brian Smith led team. You know, like great coach, but the final hurdle just would wind them up so much. I'd be just so pent up and and stressed out that they will go to water. They weren't relaxed. You know, well, it was really freaky. It was just a really freaky feeling after we won, and just to. You know how, like, as soon as you win, the media just went boom, grand finals, first team into the grand final, and the media just went into overdrive just to see that was because it hadn't sunk into me, you know? Yeah. yeah. We're in the grand final, and then all the media, South Sydney in the grand final, South Sydney in the grand final, and I'm sitting there thinking 100% for sure we're going to play the Storm. I had no doubt. Yeah. No fucking doubt. I, I thought so too. You know? They were going to play the Storm. And um, speaking of that game, oh, there's fucking lot to talk about with that game. But what about, I just wanted to say about um, Bennett in the um, press conference after the game. Oh, I'm going to talk about that. I can talk about it later, yeah. That was really yeah. good. I'm going to talk. Oh, we can talk about it now. We can talk. That was one of the best presses I've ever seen. That yeah. was so good. It was so calm. It was so collected. I just, and... I just like the way he hammered the Broncos. And it wasn't yeah, him. They, I read an article before I watched it, actually. I didn't watch it live. I watched it two days later. But I read an article where they made it out like he's been bitter, he's going on about the Broncos and everything. I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. So I wanted to watch the actual press conference. And when you watch the press conference, it's the reporters asking him the questions. Yeah, it's and not they, like they, that they kept, But they kept peppering him. Yeah. I think it was a Bedell guy and he just kept asking him, asking him. He goes, like, he finally ended up saying stuff, but he ended up smashing him, you know? 
Like it's good. Well, it used it to be a lot more guarded. Remember how, how, when he used to be really yeah. guarded? Now, now he like he lets it out. He doesn't give a shit. Well, it was interesting to hear him say that the Broncos undermined him all the way, even when he was negotiating with South. They were calling up South, yeah. ringing up South, trying to undermine him. And he said Russell Crowe didn't listen to him. See, that Bedell goes, goes what do you, what, what's undermine mean? He goes, what do look you mean? It up what, yeah, look it up in the dictionary, son. What do you mean what it means? <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Renault's hugger there going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's giggling. No, but that was great. That was a great press conference. That was great. And that's that makes it 10 grand finals for him now, yeah. more than anyone. And if he wins, you know, that's, if he wins, that'll be three different clubs. He's taken the grand finals and they've won. That's the first time, and, that's the first time ever too, isn't it, for a coach? Yeah, and this is the fourth club he's taken to a grand final. Yeah. So, and that, and that was really weird too. Like, um, I, I remember when Bennett came, I was thinking, yeah, he's a good coach, he's a good coach and I like him, but it'll just, with us, it'll just be the same as fucking Newcastle or something. You know, we won't be one of those teams that he takes, no one our luck, we won't be one of those teams he takes to a grand final and he's done it. Well, that, and I, I, I bought into what the Broncos were probably saying, at least too old. I, I thought he was too old, but, mate, he's fucking, he's proved everyone wrong. But well, like, well, do you what remember he's saying, first... it, it's passion. Like, he's still passionate, he still loves the game, he still thinks he can offer something, and he, and he says, like, I'm going to bow out when I know I have to bow out. I don't want to embarrass myself. There's too many people that are involved with me or, or vested that I've got to control over, so I'm not going to yeah. waste their time or destroy their careers too. I'm going to yeah, bow he's, out. He's very practical. He's very pragmatic. Yeah, yeah. You know, but remember when he first signed with South, there was that meme going around and there was um, a picture of a guy in a hospital dressing gown that had a um, – <laughs> yes. That had a drip in his arm and yeah, they yeah, put his yeah. head on it and it said, South Sydney till I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mate, that he... guy's going to live to 120. He's looking younger. He looks like he's got a bit more hair on his head. Panthers 10. Storm six. Fuck me. The, the, the Panthers came out wearing pink and I thought, what, what, what the fuck, man? This is a big preliminary final to qualify for the grand final. You can't be wearing pink and I'm not being sexist. It's they not, always wear pink. They don't always wear pink. Sometimes they wear black or they wear that licorice all sorts one. But it's not like a real fearful, aggressive colour, is it? So, oh, fuck, this is not a good start. Well, it's To'o and Luai's favourite colour. Yeah. I think that's what their wedding dresses are going to be. <laughs> it's just not a rugby league colour. But, yeah. They... But, man, Melbourne. Melbourne. I've never, ever seen Melbourne play a worse game than that. Never. In the 20 years or whatever that Melbourne have been in the comp, they have never played a worse game than that. Yeah, it's just a, a lot of errors, a lot of mistakes. People went missing like Munster went missing and uh, I guess we're going Pappenhausen to talk. went missing yeah, he, he was quiet but we'll probably talk about it like you know the thing came out today about the the coke allegedly Munster and and Smith you, you've seen the footage I've seen it I've seen yeah, the footage yeah, but see, but the thing is, it's but it's the the dickheads, right? So the dickhead factors coming into play. I'm thinking maybe Cameron Smith kept them all in line, and now it's starting to come out. Well, that's 
That, that's what people are saying. People are saying, and I'm not talking about culture-wise, but game-wise, culture people wise. are saying that, that they look like all year the Storm looked like um, they didn't miss Cameron Smith. In fact, we had one episode with, with the title saying, "Is did Cameron Smith hold the Storm back, remember? Yeah, yeah. At the start of the year they looked a bit iffy and I, I was saying yeah. that, you know, they don't have that, that gamesmanship. Yeah, but then when the – but then they went unreal. Yeah, exactly. They well, then they went on that 19-game winning streak. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, looked like they didn't miss him at all. Didn't, you know, they didn't miss him at all. And then this was the game that they fucking missed him because they had absolutely no direction. They had no one there to calm them. They just, they looked like they didn't want to be there. How many drop balls were there? A lot. He, even the Fox, I know he's been out injured, but he was like, he was non-existent. But look. 51 errors. They, 51 errors. Is that how many there was? 51 yeah. errors? Shit, that's unbelievable. But look, they lost, you know, Kristen Welsh early, early. Smith out early too. So they're, they're big losses, you know. Like in this game, it's so fast. Again, like they've lost their prop and Smith's a, a great play. Plays for 80 minutes. He starts at hooker, then he comes. He then becomes like a middle forward. So, you know, big losses. But, yeah, so many mistakes, just unnorman like but that was, there was a few unlucky things like Jennings, man. I, I couldn't believe that <laughs> Melbourne bought Jennings because Parramatta fans know only so well that this guy's got hands like feet. And he had, mate, he, all he had to do was catch the ball. It wasn't even a hard pass to catch. It hit him in the bread basket. And the line was wide open. He dropped the ball. And that, well, he played well all year. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, but he's just always, I don't know, as a para fan, my heart's in my mouth every time the ball goes to him. And, like, <laughs> he, 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 you know, he let him down. Um, again, Munster, yeah, like we were saying before, he usually stands up in big games, but he was heaps quiet. He's probably thinking about the Mad Monday. Hughes, he had a great game. Yeah, he's uh, had a great game. He, was good. he didn't have the headgear yeah. on first time ever. I don't know what's going on there. I think it came off, didn't it? Then I don't know. But, um, yeah, very, very un-Melbourne-like. But one thing that stuck out in this game, and I probably happened, I didn't notice it in your game, that fucking KFC bucket. Have you seen that massive KFC bucket in the corner? Yes. Of the, man, yes. you know, how, how many KFC ads have we seen? Like thousands of them, right? And every yeah. time there's a video ref decision, it's the KFC thing. I've never yeah. once thought, shit, man, I want to go and get KFC. When I saw that bucket, I don't know, because it's like 3D or because it's so big, I was like hammering <laughs> for KFC after that. Like, it was just genius advertising. Well, that KF, those KFC things on the, um, the bunker, they get me twice a year, <laughs> twice a year. It's usually right in the middle of winter, winter when it's really cold yeah. and it'll come up and it'll, uh, so I'll it look works. at it and I'll get KFC and then I'll order it, you know. It works. So it does work. It gets me like twice a year. And yeah. if it gets everyone who watches NRL twice a year, that's a lot of that's fucking it. money. But that, that big bucket, you know, reminded me of kids' parties when I was a kid. You know, they used to, the wogs are bringing like two or yeah. three of those massive big buckets of chicken and that. I and that smell unreal, yeah, they bring them in, that smell unreal. hankering for some KFC. I'm actually hankering for it now. Are you going to get some? Can you get them on Uber Eats? Yeah. Oh, I'll order some now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> order some for me. And so one of the big talking points, there's a couple of big talking points on uh, 
Penrith's cheating ways. Um, one of them is the goal kick. Yeah. So To'o scores right in the corner like an inch from the sideline. Yes. And then Cleary takes the kick 10 metres from the sideline. What dis- the fuck's that about? Oh, no, that's a disgrace. You see, Annesley, he was um, asked about that, you know, like he gets questioned after yeah, yeah. all the controversial things that happened over the weekend. Fucking typical politician. He goes, yeah, it was a process issue. What the fuck does that mean, man? It was a fuck up. That's what it was. What's this process issue? He goes, oh, it won't happen again. Like I think Buzz said tonight, like if you saw that in an A-grade game in the park, you'd be blowing up deluxe. So that, that is yeah, an that's absolute right. disgrace. That's right. But Cleary, man, this guy's a Christian. He like stares into the – every time he runs onto the field, he looks to the heavens and says some prayer and shit. That's fucking unchristian-like behaviour what he did. Well, that goes to show you that everyone says, you know, a lot of people I know say, I hate Penrith, I can't stand Penrith, but I like Cleary. He's a good um, clean skin. But that just goes to show you that the one opportunity he had to cheat, he took it. Yeah, but but that, that's not even an opportunity. That's beyond an opportunity. That's like brazen. Well, why didn't the bunker say something? I'll tell you why the bunker didn't say something, because Atkins was in there. <laughs> no, he was in your game. That's right. <laughs> Let's see what happens this week. But I, what was the ref thinking? And luckily, you know, thinking, it, it, it was calm and made. He missed it, apparently. He missed a shot. Yeah. It was pretty calm. And then there was a knock-on in goal for Penrith. That wasn't pulled up. Yeah. You know, and then Cleary's spear tackle. Yeah, yeah. Alloy gets... Four weeks for the exact same thing, exact mirror image. Cleary doesn't, they don't even pretend. They don't even downgrade it and say, come and fight it and then we'll let you off. It it's a, just like, no, nah, nothing to see here. There was an article in the one of the papers today, I think it was, where an old ref, it wasn't Annesley, it was another ref. Oh, I forgot his, the guy with the beard. Remember the guy with the beard that used to coach, that used to ref in the 90s? I forgot his name. He was saying that um, Callum McCallum. Yes, yeah, I think it was him. He used to be. Fuck, a how's that? How's that for uh, <laughs> idiot savant? Yeah, no, no. not idiot, for my memory. Yeah, idiot savant too. But um, yeah, he. Um, I think it was him anyway. He used to be the referee's boss. He said, yeah, he was pretty lucky. He was very lucky to get away very with it. Lucky. But he goes, look. But again, they always say in the context of the game. So if that was a so what he's pretty much saying, if that was a club game. He would have got a week or something, but because it's a grand final, he gets off, which is not not right. Uh, yeah. It's all right. And people are saying, oh, he landed on his back. Well, fucking what about the lifting and above the horizontal? Yeah. But there, there was you another know? there was another player involved in that tackle, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But Cleary was the one that lifted. But he had the hands between the legs, he lifted and above the horizontal. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's lucky. I keep thinking, man, he's He's a pretty tough kid, though. Like, he's got that bad shoulder injury and he's got away with it so far. Like, you guys, what about, you guys have to What about when he made shoulder. that tackle and staggered away from it? Yeah. He no, had the yeah. wobbly boot on. Yeah. No HIA. And Luau, the 5'8". He, was, he actually came out in the press and said, yeah, I was knocked out. And he then said he had I was to, knocked out. He had to retract his um, comments. Benrith told him to retract his comments a day later. That's right, because being knocked out is mandatory week off, at least one week off. Yeah, if you're knocked yeah. out cold, you have to have that week off. And then he's come back and said, so 
you know, what the fuck is going on with that team? That team just cheats and cheats and fucking cheats. And not only that, they, that um, trainer in our game, he copped a 25K fine. You know, they got a 25K fine for that incident. Yeah, they're fighting it, aren't they? I don't know if they're fighting it. What are they going to fight it for, man? It's probably 24.5K suspended, you know, like a suspended <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that, that's not a detriment, you know? Like, they could pull that. You, you could pull that in the grand final now that you've seen that. Like, yeah, it has to be harsher penalties. It's a, it's a bloody joke. You know what we need, man? We need, like, an independent governing body like ICAC <laughs> go, looking over the NRL. That's right. You know, to, to pull because... It's corrupt. Look, a lot of people have said to me over the past, you being one of them, the NRL is corrupt. The NRL is corrupt. <laughs> and I've never sort of believed it. I've just thought, nah, they're not corrupt. They're just stupid. But after after this game, I believe the NRL are corrupt. I do believe they're corrupt. Well, I, I don't think Atkins can be nowhere near this game. He can't be the ref and he can't be in the bunker. Yeah. And with this game, I don't think it was so much Penrith being fantastic as it was Melbourne being absolute shit. Oh, look, it, you know? it was a great I, I, it was I was a, saying it was to a, Oz. It was a good contest. I was talking to Oz and I said to him, you know what, I, I think your Bulldogs, the way they were playing the last couple of games, would have beaten Melbourne. <laughs> that's, that's a bloody, that's a long bow, mate. But um, if you remember that game, it was a pretty intense game. And Penrith, mate, they, they came out with some great defensive reads, some desperation defence. It was it was a good game, but, yeah, Melbourne, very uncharacteristic errors, like you said. Um, uh, how much juice are they going to have left in the tank after three? Hopefully three, not much. And like you said, it was 30 games. degrees. But, you know, they're young, they're young and they just keep bouncing back, these little bastards. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great grand final. And I can watch it without any stress. You know, I was thinking too. I think Melbourne, like if we beat Penrith, we've been in Melbourne twice this year. Could have been a good chance, like they dropped their bundle on the weekend. It, oh, it you would have you would have smacked them. It could have, it could have been like that one a couple of weeks ago I said there was this guy on radio, like at the start of the semi-finals before a game was played, he said is a, it's going to be Paris South Grand Final. Don't ask me how I know this, but it's going to happen. The guy wasn't that far off. Well, look, if you, I, I truly believe if justice was done, you would have won that game and then you would have beaten Melbourne. If Melbourne played like that, you would have fucking beaten Melbourne. It would be a South Power Grand Final. The only thing that stopped it is Penrith's cheating. This doesn't make me happy. <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. That's the only thing that's – and what did they get? What was the penalty for all their cheating? 25 grand. Fucking big deal. 25K. Any team will pay 25 grand to get in the grand final. Yep. Like I said the other week, yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Thinking of halftime entertainment for the grand final. Oh yes, 
And I was thinking what you do is you start, you know how they say goodbye to <laughs> all the players retiring at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. So what, what I think they should do is they should have everyone that's had off-field indiscretions. <laughs> yes. They put it up on the screen. They have them marching out <laughs> with hoods on their heads and they put their mug shot on the screen and it says what they what they did. <laughs> so it would have like a new one that would be in there. It would be Cameron Munster, <laughs> Coke Snorton, and then they'd play, I've had the time of my <laughs> life. Jared Hayne raping and I'll never <laughs> What do you reckon? Well, like hoods over their head like SAS Australia when they put that. Yeah, that. and then what they do, <laughs> what they do is they've all got numbers, right? Yeah. They've all got numbers and um, they draw a number out of a hat and that number goes in. So they go number four, so that number four like takes off and then they say they do, and I got this idea because I watched this documentary on the Colosseum at, and what the Romans used to do. And what the Romans used to do, right, was they'd reenact old um, biblical and Greek tales. Like, you know, um, have you heard of the tale of Icarus? No. Fucking hell. (laughs) Anyway, Icarus built these wings. He put these wings on his back and he attached them with wax and he was flying around. He got too close to the sun, right? And the sun melted the wax and he fell. But what the Romans used to do was they'd just grab one of their prisoners. So you grab number four. And you go, ladies and gentlemen, Icarus. <laughs> and he, he, come, he comes out and he's got the wings. They'd put him in a catapult and they'd just go, Poof, and the cut would just fly out of the fucking stadium. That's what the Romans used to do. I reckon we should, like, Mate, get shit from ancient Rome. That's, that's beyond grand final entertainment. That's the next Olympic Games. <laughs> That's better than the grand final, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to come up with, like, with fucking, they went to the Australia Zoo and they got some lions and stuff. And they're going to have to fight off the lions. Yeah, we can Once do that. I started talking about the Coliseum. Remember that ad? You belong in the zoo. Yeah. You belong. You belong. Mate, they won't have it like. The half time only goes for ten minutes. They're not going to have enough time to have all the indiscretions. Bullshit! Half time goes for half an hour. Oh yeah, they got the bands playing. All Grand that. final time. Do yeah, we, fuck the bands off. Do we know which bands are playing? Is it Wilcania Mob? Well, let me guess. It'll be Baby Animals. <laughs> and what's that band you used to like? That fucking shit band that Fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, yeah. It's funny how. Choir boys. Choir boys. It'll be baby animals and choir boys. You're fucking salvating now. I'll, You'll have I'll, to get. I'm going to break the COVID rules and jump the border and go over and watch it. <laughs> so, how long are you going to go? It's for half an hour, the half time? Yeah. Oh, they'll, yeah. yeah. They'll cover all those indiscretions. That'll be Elliot. It'll, Elliot will just take up maybe 20 minutes of that. That's right. And just this week. What about? And we got. Um, what about? Sorry. No, go on. There, there was also that, that incident with Reese Walsh. Did you hear about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. Well, but he was busted allegedly with cocaine too, wasn't he? Well, what happened was he was somewhere he shouldn't have been, and the cop told him to move on. Mm-hmm. And so he pretended to move on, and then he went back, and the cop said, "Righto, mate." And they searched him, and they found the coke. If the idiot. You've got coke in your pocket. A cop tells you to move on. You fucking move on. Fucking hell. You don't come back. 
Yeah, mate, too. So he should have been counting, thanking his lucky stars that the cop just said to him, move on, and he should have just pissed off right out of there, but no, he comes back mate, and then cops it. He's, he's an 18-year-old rugby league star. He's got a kid. <laughs> he's got... He's got God, how many groupies? This this guy's had like in his eighteen years, he's probably lived more than twelve sixty year olds. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What, what what's your fucking point though? Yeah, my point is like the guy thinks he's bulletproof. I don't know. Well, he's like, a fucking he's, idiot. He's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. That's for sure. So he's another one that can be added into the um, halftime entertainment. And now they're saying. The Cheese and Munster have been busted snorting coke. Someone filmed them snorting coke. Yeah. What do they call it? They call it the nose beers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the nose beers. They'll, they'll have a nose beers. I don't get in it. In front like, of someone with a with a phone that was filming them. Yeah, so they're, they're in one of their rooms. Like, why would you be doing coke in a room with a room full of guys anyway? Because they're fucking morons. Yeah. Which is, yeah, like dumb. Exactly. Like who the, who the hell's taping this? And then who's, who's sending this to the public? So people, like you send it to one person, they're going to go, oh, my God, look who's this. They're going to start sending it everywhere. And it's gone everywhere. It's gone viral. Well, did you notice how no one mentioned it on 360? Yeah, I thought about that. Exactly. No one mentioned, just like Cleary's Tackle. No one mentioned Cleary's tackle yeah, yeah. Um, after the game. You know, fuck. These people are just, you know, driven by agendas because the Storm was a News Corp team for so long, you know. They don't want to upset News Corp. Not one person mentioned it. They didn't mention Reese Walsh either, did they? I, don't, I didn't see the whole thing, but my, my... You know why? Because it was Dally M night. We don't want to fucking talk about it in Dally M night. Tomorrow they'll fucking go to town on it. Was Billy Moore hosting tonight? What, the Dally M? <laughs> yeah. If he wasn't, I want to know why he wasn't hosting. I want to know, mate, where has he been the last couple of weeks? Oh, after <laughs> after that last performance, <laughs> I think they gave him a bit of a rest. Well, fuck, he has to come back. He has to MC the grand final. How good would that be? Imagine if he actually <laughs> MC'd that halftime entertainment package. Yeah. It was a voiceover for it. And now we have Kid Icarus. Icarus. <laughs> he's got to, so he's the, got to come back. So the Dally M team yep. has been announced. Trevojevic won it. Won it. I just want to say Cody Walker, I don't know how the Dally M's work, but Cody Walker in a game against St. George set up four tries, had four try assists and scored a try and he only got one point. How the fuck does that work? Anyway. Because Katie, Katie Ramsey got three points maybe. So fullback, Tom Travojevic, wingers, Ruben Garrick. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Brian Dotoff. Mutley. Centres, Justin Ollum. Now I just want to talk about this for a sec. Justin Ollum wasn't even nominated last week. And then the storm kicked up a stink and they said, oh, that was a, um admin oversight. <laughs> Get fucked. How could you? Right. They found out that he did fit at university. They thought, okay, we've got to get a smart cunt on here. 
Uh, the other centre was Matt Burton, 5'8", Cody Walker, halfback Nathan Cleary, props James Fisher-Harris and Payne Huss. Hooker. Now, this is interesting. Who do you think was a hooker? Reed Marnie. No. <laughs> no. Um, Brandon Smith. Really? Yeah. Brandon Smith was hooker the year, and deservedly so. I think he was probably the best hooker all year. But he just got busted for fucking cocaine. Yeah, I, that's why I thought you're probably going to say who the rookie of the year was. I, I think the other guy would have been the rookie of the year, but I think because of that incident with cocaine also, allegedly, early in the week, they didn't give it to him. But there you go. Yeah, Walker got rookie of the year. But, but maybe because it's – but that literally – that news broke tonight about the cheese and Munster, so maybe they didn't have time to change it. So second rowers, Willie Army Kikau – and Isaiah Papali'i. Yeah. Lock. Guess who got lock of the year? Fucking lock of the year. Nathan Brown. <laughs> I was going to say Nathan Brown. Isaiah fucking yo got Mate, lock of the year. He is a great player. He is a, he is a really good player. Is like, he better than Cam Murray? Oh, fucking, is that why you're blowing up? Is this not Cam no, Murray? I'm asking you. I'm asking you a question. Is he better player than Cam Murray? Cam Murray is a, is a champion player, but I think Yo has got a better attacking game. Are you fucking serious? Yes, you I am think serious. Isaiah 100%. Yo, watch him, get fucked. mate. He is unbelievable in attack. He's a great player. No, nah. they're both great players. But he, 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 he really is a good player. He's a very good player. Yeah, no, no I'm not saying he is, but Cam Murray fucking shits on him, man. Well, you're going to say that. They're both great no, players. No, no, well. Cameron Murray's a champion. Know. Not he, He's a champion on the field and off the field. Like he just looks like the most level-headed kid on earth, you know. But, yeah. But he's... He's one of those guys that goes unnoticed. We spoke about early in the year, like as a – I focus on him more now because, you know, you guys always focus on him. So I, I actually can see what you guys go on about, you know what I mean? But fans are – But this year everyone was saying – this year all the commentators are saying – and I think you even said it. You, you can't – we can't win without Cam Murray. Yeah, he's a, he's a great player. He's a very good player. But – Panthers can win without Isaiah Yo. I don't know. I reckon he's very important to them. They're both pretty un- they're both pretty much underrated players. But yeah. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit on that. <laughs> there's too many there's too many Panthers players in there. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. Who got coach? Guess. Cleary? Nah. Bellamy. Bellamy. Of course. Bellamy. Oh yeah. fucking. I would have given it to maybe Bennett even. Yeah, fucking earth. <laughs> of course, you're going to say that. And Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I thought it was going to go to Reese Walsh, but because of that incident, they gave it to Walker, who he hasn't played oh, They the gave whole... it to the ghost. Yeah. But they, they came out, they were saying all these stats, like in terms of try assists. Mate, pretty impressive. It was like over 20. He had a good year. Hey, <laughs> I, I saw him with his acceptance speech. He did say, look, 12. Like a little kid. Could you even see him with the light shining on him? Oh, they, he just looked like glare. They announced it and I couldn't see him. So it was like the invisible man was up there. 
All right, what, what the about, big one. Mate, oh, I just wanted to say something as a para fan. Like there was an article that we, you were talking about Suli before. So mm. Suli, there's a big. Um, He's going to Saints. Yeah, there's a big player, and uh, a lot of players are unhappy. But mainly, his ex schoolmates. So his ex schoolmates are Saab. I, I fucking can't pronounce this. The number eleven, who's an absolute gun for Manly, the back rower, Okalukatu, whatever, and Schuster. Like the the fucking four of them are Parramatta juniors. They all went to Westfield High. Like, how come the fucking Parramatta fans should be up in arms? Like, this is a disgrace. How, how the hell can these guys in the heart of Parramatta be all t- stolen at the same same time and gone to Manly? Like Scott Fulton, he's the, the player scout. That guy's a genius. How does he organise this? But how can Parramatta let these freaks go? Like fucking if we burnt the stadium down after we won a, a, a grand final, we should be burning the stadium down now for this shit. You can't let these four freaks go. Like imagine if we had those four players in our team now. Well, they pumped all the money into Jacob Arthur. <laughs> yeah. The big game on Sunday, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Penrith Panthers in the grand final. I never thought I'd be saying that. I know. For either team. Hey, well, especially um, we were even saying like after um, Latrell got suspended, maybe you're, you might have stayed confident, but most players or fans would have said, that's it, South's are gone. Yeah, well, I, I'd, you know, I'd seen enough of Taft to know that he could do the job. <laughs> 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 I'd seen enough of him to know he could do the job. And like I said, that game against Penrith, I don't think we would have won that if Latrell would have played. Because Latrell's not good under the high ball and he always lets it bounce where Taff attacks the high ball. Yeah. You know? Mate, for you guys, you've had a pretty good run into this grand final, but your biggest plus is Bennett. Like the amount well, of we it. had to knock over. We had to knock over the Panthers, which no one else in the finals has done. Yeah, but um, there was an article by Buzz this week where he, um, he he brought it up. He said, "Like you guys, I'm just trying to bring it up here now. You guys, because we all ignore the fact that since State of Origin between rounds 18 and 25, the Rabbitohs' form was far superior to any other side in the competition. Souths won seven of their last eight. Games and had 78 points superior for and against to Melbourne Storm, 128 points superior for and against to their grand final opponents, the Panthers, the best attack and the best defence in the competition. Outstanding defence to concede only 14 points a game and attacking run of 36 points per game. But when you, when you think of the whole year, you, you, you don't think that. You know, like you had a you remember that, that we was, went under the radar, man. No, we went under that, the radar. You, you fucking lost two games by fifty points. So you had fifty points. Yeah, that's right. You. Never wrote us off. Well, no, no teams ever won a, a premiership when they've conceded fifty points in a game, and that happened twice to you. But yeah, you, you have gone under the radar. But when I read all that shit out, I thought, "Fuck me, dead." That's reading that. It, it doesn't really equate to what I've seen, mate, like because you've gone under the radar. And why is that? Well, is that because of Bennett? Is that because he hasn't he's taken the gloss off it, the focus off it? Or? No, because everyone just 
everyone was so focused. Penrith and Melbourne. On, on the top two. Yeah. On the, uh, the two-horse race. We were, and we were, we were um, the next tier down for a long time. Well, you know, because of our defense, because we couldn't get our fucking defense together, and we started getting our defense together in the end. But I was just looking at Panthers' last three games. Okay, when they played us, we beat them sixteen ten. They scored ten points. When you played them, it was eight six. Mm. Yesterday, it was ten six. So they haven't in their finals games. They haven't scored more than ten points. Yeah, but they their attack's going to be. Skew if even uh, beyond that, I think the last. So I'm thinking if if we can keep them to ten points, we can score more than ten points. We will score more than ten points. Yeah, yeah. Look, you you just have to start. Whoever starts best, I know it sounds pretty obvious, but whoever starts best, he's got to keep possession. We'll win the game. Well, they're going to come out like a hurricane, like they did against the storm, and we just have to weather that. You know, and I, I think I really think if it's an arm wrestle, I think in the last twenty, their legs are going to go and and we'll come home. Yeah, and it's going to be the whole thing about Cleary and Bennett the whole week too, and then Cleary they're going to start saying he's a new Brian Smith. Have they got that choke in them? Like if they do lose this, they're going to have that that reputation that they're chokers. But I don't know. Like a lot of people are saying they're out and out favourites. Like I haven't looked at the um. The sports bet and all that stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, everyone's picking them. But I, I, I can't really see it, eh? Like when you read when I that stuff I read out, that's pretty impressive stats, right? And yeah. and you've got Bennett, like he's just made such a calming influence in such a big game. You just need that. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's like you know everyone talks about okay, you know everyone says oh you know they're losing Reynolds. We've got that emotion too behind us. We're losing Reynolds. Yeah. Um, couple of other guys are leaving, but the biggest one, well, not the biggest one, but one of the biggest ones is Bennett. Mate, Bennett. Rem- Bennett's going too. Remember so, remember Roosters Saints grand final? Yeah. And the, I think the Roosters were the, the favourites for memory. And that was Brian, Brian Smith, coach team again. I remember the <laughs> halftime footage. They panned to the Roosters sheds and Brian Smith's got the fucking whiteboard out. And he's pointing at the white boys doing this and all the fucking players have just got that glazed over look in their face. And then it goes to Bennett and Bennett's with Hornby and Soward and they're fucking cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're having a laugh and cracking jokes. That's what yeah, you that's want right. at halftime of the biggest game of the year. Like that, Do you that's see Cleary's presser? He is the most boring yeah, asshole no. in the world. He's very boring. I don't know how his family handling. <laughs> Can you imagine him around the dinner table? Oh, You'd just God. be going, oh. Can I eat my dinner in the room? Yeah. And he looks like a snake. But he, I don't know if it's because he's shy or introverted or, or timid, but he's just, he comes across as kind of smug. Yeah, but he's got no personality. He's got absolutely yeah, no personality. And did you hear what he said? Uh, I'm just going to do what I do best and stay in the background. Yeah, because he got, he got schooled against Bennett. That's yeah, he, he got hammered. No, but that, got was, that was good that he said that. It was good that he said that, but it kind of goes against the grain of him. He's got that that smugness, a bit of arrogance about him. But again, I don't know if that's his real personality or it's just he comes across that way. But yeah, he's hard to watch. He's very he's very hard to watch. But what about 
Toto, do you see him in the fucking wheelchair today? Oh, my God. Like, does he think he's Jerry Lewis or something, Matt? He's trying to be like the fucking NRL comedian. And then, you know what? And then on the... He's tempting fate. He's tempting fate. That is going to be bad karma. <laughs> Maybe. And then I'm on, telling you, am I ever wrong on, with that? No. On the, on the Dally M's, man, I know you didn't watch it. I, I had to fucking, I had to turn off after this. On three occasions, like they're interviewing Cleary and he's in the background and he leans back so his head's on the fucking shot. He did that twice. And then the third time, Cleary's been interviewed and he's, he's standing up and he walks past and he's pulling that fucking head like he's a five-year-old clown. And I said, that's it, I can't watch this shit anymore. But well, if you go on social media, you look on social media, there are a lot of people that can't stand him, <laughs> a lot of people saying, please, just don't put the camera on him. It's he's making just, me sick. Yeah, he's just, he just loves it. But he's like a, he's like a five-year-old. He just, he just loves it. But maybe... That in for, for Penrith, it might be a good thing to have a guy like that that doesn't give a shit, just wants to muck around and laugh, so they won't be so stressed out. Which is like yeah. the, the we'll opposite. See what of happens clearing. on the field. Look, e- either way, I think it's I think it's going to be a nail biter. I think it's going to be heart and mouth stuff. I don't know if I'm going to survive it. I'm going to pop like five <laughs> of my blood pressure pills before before I take it. And if we lose, that's it. You'll never hear from me again, talking <laughs> footy, because I'll be so disgusted you know, that the NRL has escorted a cheating team so far. Don't worry about that. It's going to be a little bit sad too. Like you're not going to be able to celebrate with your bro and all the South mates and stuff. It's you know you won't be able to go to the leagues club and. You know, get all. We won't be able to go to like Redfern Oval if we won yeah, and yeah. say goodbye to Renault. You know, so it'll feel a bit weird. But look, a, a premiership yeah. wins a premiership. When I bloody take it, so. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, it'll keep me going all summer. Oh fucking Jesus Christ! We can't have that again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? All right, everyone, you've been listening. What? No, I was just going to say, like you know, you're my mate. So, I wish you all the best. Hopefully, they win. But I, I, I want South to win too because. Cleary, man, that, that smugness. I want, I want to see how he reacts in the presser after the game. It's going to be almost like seeing what Ricky Stewart would be like. Yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great game, mate. All the best. Thanks, mate. And uh, Appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that because you know, you know what fucking um, Larry and Jimmy the Hand said? What's that? I don't know if you've listened to their podcast, Balls Out No Flops. Two of... My good mates who I've supported fucking the Raiders for them, you know, had a, every time they've played or in the semi, I've always gone for the Raiders. They're going for Penrith. So I've totally disowned them. <laughs> I've disowned them. I've thrown them on the, on the Tinks pile and they're fucking dead to me now. They should hate Penrith. Didn't they play them in a grand final? Oh, they, they both dreaming? love To'o. We love To'o. <laughs> Idiots. Well, mate, well, good luck. All right. And, uh, Thanks, buddy. If we win, we'll be back next week. We'll be back. So to all you South fans that are listening, and I know um, there's a few, to all you South fans that are listening, if we win this week, we will come back next week and um, Larry's going to join us and we will go through every single minute of the game. Do I have to kick we'll go off? minute one, do I have to kick off. Do I have to come back? <laughs> No. <laughs> I'll have an early mark. <laughs> see, see you all next year.
Oh, yeah, have a good off-season, everyone. Have a good Christmas. Have a good New Year's. Stay and safe. But, yeah, we might be back yeah. next week. We'll see how we go. If the yeah, mighty... glory, glory to South Sydney, and let's hope the good guys, South Sydney, win. That's it. See you, everyone.